0: Welcome to Today on Broadway for Thursday, August 15th, 2019. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. Well, folks, today is going to be a bit of an unusual show here on Broadway Radio. There was literally almost no news of significant note on Wednesday, so we're going to be calling a bit of an audible today. We will talk about the one fairly big story from yesterday, and then we are going to pivot to a short interview with one of my favorite people in the theatrical world, Mark Kudish. And we will have a very special offer to tickets at 54 Below for a concert that Mark is a part of. So hold on for just a minute or so, and I will give you all the details about that then. But before we get there, yesterday, Dear Evan Hansen announced some changes to their Broadway and touring casts. First, four of the current stars from the national tour Jessica Phillips as Heidi Hansen, Christiane Knoll as Cynthia Murphy, Jared Goldsmith as Jared, and Phoebe Koyabe as Alana will all be transferring to Broadway this fall. We wondered if this could be happening for Knoll when it was announced that Ann Sanders would be playing Cynthia only through October 22nd. And that is, in fact, the day that Knoll, Goldsmith, and Koyabe will be joining the Broadway company. Phillips will be replacing Lisa Brescia on November 26th. We also learned that Jessica Sherman, Claire Rankin, Stephanie La Rochelle, and Alessandro Costantini will be reprising their roles of Heidi, Cynthia, Zoe, and Jared from the recent Toronto premiere of the show when they joined the tour on September 24th. When I saw the tour, I thought that Phillips and Noel were fantastic, Uh, so I'm very glad that they're going to have the opportunity to play these parts on Broadway next. So, now on to Kudish. On Tuesday, I talked to Mark for another project that's related to a concert that he is directing at 54 Below on September 2nd. It is for *Invisible*, a new musical. Now, longtime listeners to Broadway Radio and some like it pop might remember that a few years ago, Jennifer McHugh hosted a series of episodes that we called *Making a Musical* about the trajectory of this specific musical. Well, it is now making its long-overdue New York premiere, and Kudish is directing. Jen and I will be releasing a handful of episodes to update you on what the Invisible team has been up to since we last talked to them, and it will include interviews with new cast members, with Kudish, and the Davids who are behind it. I will be giving you more details on when those will be coming out, perhaps as soon as tomorrow. But there is a discount code if you would like to get tickets to the concert, which will feature former Tell Me More guest and current Mean Girls star Christina Alabado. So if you go to 54below.com through this Sunday, you can use code Invisa 35 for 35% off select tickets. That's I-N-V-I-S-I-3-5 at 54below.com. Okay, after Kudish and I talked all things invisible before we finished our call, which he actually took while driving on the California freeway, so if you hear some ambient noise and perhaps his GPS, that's why, Um, But before we hung up, I had to ask him about his return to Broadway in The Great Society next month and then his potential return to Broadway in a musical with Girl from the North Country and or The Flamingo Kid. So with all of that stuff out of the way now, we pick up kind of in the middle of our conversation and kind of in the middle of a thought. But either way, here's Mark Kudish. Obviously, uh, the first thing up on your plate, uh, I would imagine is getting ready for the great society, um, yep. coming up. What, what a fantastic cast, uh, obviously Robert yep. Shankin, uh, a Pulitzer prize winner, continuing the LBJ story just real quick. What are you looking forward to being a part of this in huge ensemble telling this big Epic story?
1: Well, I mean, to me, that's almost a, like a, it's a given statement. Um, I am a political creature by nature. Uh, I, you know, I was a poli-sci major before I decided to become an actor. Um, I am deeply concerned with our national product right now of a society and uh, a political system. Um, I am also, like, kind of really excited being present for I-105 East to everything that is happening right now. Um, I think if there's one major plus that has come out of this presidency of the last three years. One and a half miles. Use the right two lanes to take exit 45 for I-105 East toward Norwalk. Sorry, dude. That's all right Give me a second. I want to make sure I'm going where I should. Yeah, please um, do. Look, man. If there's one great positive that's come out of this administration, it's that. This country on a whole has been given a free political science lesson on how our system works. Okay? Yeah. That's not a joke.
0: Yeah,
1: Everyone now who wasn't involved before has a much stronger sense of how things get done now. Because frankly, we've got who's less educated than the most people in the United States.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. So while he's been learning and discovering, so has the rest of the country. I, I believe, and, you know, it, it's fascinating to me because LBJ has done so much for our country. You know, everybody thinks of LBJ and they think, yeah, Vice President uh, Kennedy. When, in fact, the great society, one of the great political and social programs of our our, our body, our country, came from him, a Southern Texan Democrat which is such an irony today, isn't it? And like, I think that it's important to explore the difficulties of the steps to which we gain our civil rights and our social rights and our awareness of of our own, let's just say, separated values in a country when we hold ourselves to be liberty, freedom, justice for all. Is it? You know, we worked really hard for that stuff. And now suddenly we're in danger of losing that stuff. And I think it's important to be reminded of how we got it to begin with. Because I think now we're seriously taking it for granted. So I think it's exciting. I mean, it's civil rights. You know, and, and and it is not a black and white thing. It is not a hero villain thing. It is an American thing. And um continue on I one hundred five We need to be reminded of it. We need to be reminded of it so that we can make more educated steps going forward. Or we can choose as citizens to make more educated steps than the people in this administration are are choosing to take. Yeah. You know? So when they asked me to do it I mean it was a no-brainer you know and Richard Daly who I'm playing in the show is a very complicated man
0: Yeah. you know
1: a great American and uh, a tough American you know the greatest mayor one of the greatest mayors of Chicago And, and of course he's known for some of its greatest accomplishments and some of its greatest derisions and You know, I mean, it's it's complicated because you could call him a villain in some ways and you could call him a hero in others. And that's a lot of the characters in this play, characters, people, you know, these were all flawed people making decisions for what they thought was right for their constituencies, you know, for the people they represented. And a lot of the time in this country... That means you're going head to head. That doesn't mean you're walking side by side. But the whole point of this country is, even if you're going head to head, we're still going to try and work this shit out together. You know? And we've lost the sense of how to effectively, respectfully argue. We've gotten to this place of bald rhetoric The point of false uh, accusation, you know, uh, uh, statements being made based on nothing, nothing. And social media has certainly not helped because who knows if if, if LBJ were president today and all those people were alive today trying to get to the core of what our civil rights should be. And it was an error of social media. I'm be honest with you. I don't think we would have achieved it. That's scary. It is scary, and it
0: should be scary. It should be scary. Yeah. Well, I'm very much looking forward uh, to this show. I I obviously, like many others, loved uh, all the way. So I'm excited what you and the rest of the cast are able to uh, to do with this. Shenkin work. Um, then I have to I have to ask two other shows that you have been involved with in the past um, are looking to come to Broadway. One's already announced. One is still hoping to come. Do you know of anything that you might be involved with in the future that you can tease us about or anything like that? I mean, you know, I'm I'm
1: very excited about Girl. Uh, uh, you know, we're 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 trying to figure it out the contract. Yeah. Uh, I I love that piece. I love that play. Uh, I'm very excited for it coming to the, to the, uh, uh, Belasco. Um, it's an, it's one of my favorite things I've ever done in the city. I just love it. And again, I love it because it just deals with people of all walks and shapes. Like, you know, look, the Great Depression was, in my opinion, perhaps the most defining feature of our American personality of the modern age, anyways. It, it, it defined who we are as Americans. You know, it's weird. I strongly believe, Matt, uh, we are as a society, as a country, at our best when we are in crisis. That is when you see the true color of who we are. When we are in crisis, we don't ask the political questions. When there's a hurricane down in New Orleans or in Texas or in, you know, And there are people that are in the middle of the street that are drowning or that have been trapped in their homes. We come out and we help each other and we just do it. We don't ask what political party they're in. We don't ask if they're pro-life or pro-choice when we're holding out a hand to help someone. We just do it because I believe that's who we are, you know. So we are our best when we are in crisis. We are at our worst when we are in an idle state of wealth in my opinion. So the great depression to me is such a wonderful time in our country's history. And Connor McPherson, Connor has written such a beautiful American, an Irishman to write a beautiful American piece of theater, in yeah. my opinion. Well, but the Irish are American, aren't they? Yeah. And it's such a beautiful exploration of that period of time when no matter what walk of society you were, everyone was leveled. We were all playing the game of survival and it was down to our basic needs and daily survival. And that to me is what's so beautiful about the play. And of course, Bob Dylan's music, you know, written in the 60s, 30 years after the Depression, was yet again just sort of a sign of of the needs and the wants of a community. It's a beautiful marriage. I love that piece. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. And and Flamingo Kid, you know, uh, uh, I enjoyed myself tremendously, uh, and I'm looking forward to what the next step uh, for it will be but there's just too much to think about right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I imagine. Yeah, and then I'm sure you throw in some TV gigs and all that stuff, and uh, your yeah. your dance card's probably pretty full uh, year-round, no matter when it is.
1: Well, you know, television's been really good lately. So, And, you know, TV just kind of comes, like, you never know, like, that stuff comes up, like, you know, like, I, I, I've been so busy this summer, you know, doing different projects that way uh, that I didn't even know were coming. So yeah, it's, it's a juggling act. Uh, you know, I, we do our presentation here. The minute we finish, I run to the airport to grab the red eye to fly to New York to immediately run to rehearsal.
0: Yeah. For a great society. Uh,
1: yeah. I got, Yeah, you know, like, like I, I negotiated. Thank you. You know, and I'm glad that they were so understanding. Like they're in rehearsal today now.
0: No, oh, yeah, it's the show starts in three weeks.
1: Uh huh. <laughs> so I'll be playing catch up. But like literally, after I get off the phone with you, I'm driving back to the hotel so that I can dip my nose into the script. And you know, I've been trying to get online and 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 you know, research the period of time and what was going on in there, so I can walk into rehearsal and be prepped. Because we got a lot of history to talk about.
0: Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt. This week's been a little weird. I understand that. But I promise you, there will be news tomorrow. In fact, there might be news tomorrow at both 8 a.m. and I think 10 a.m.? 10 a.m. or 11 a.m. So uh, keep an eye out for some stuff. And we will talk all about it on Friday's episode don't forget head over to apple podcast stitcher iHeartRadio, google play spotify wherever you find us leave us a rating and review tell us how much you love the show and how much you love the addition of ashley and how much you miss james uh we would really appreciate it. it it certainly helps people find the podcast so have a great thursday everybody and we'll be back to talk to you on friday